What's up, man? Hey, I like the shirt. Thanks, DC man. United shirt. Yeah, man. Birthday shirt. Birthday shirt. See who's on the back? Shirt. See who's on the back? The Rooney. Number nine, man. Number nine. Kick it. Is he Kit actually Kit. playing? Or did he just uh, No, he show played. Up? No, he played. Played for the whole year. But he uh, he got, a, he got arrested on a DUI or DWI or something a couple, okay, well, couple coming months from ago. England. Remember, they drink bitters and everything over there. That's like, hey, a way of life. Yeah, he got the same. I think he got a DUI over there as well. But no, nah, man. Rooney... Saw him play live over the summer, man. That's an experience. If you haven't gone to a, a soccer game, it's a good deal. You guys should check it out. But oh, yeah. I'm going to go to Chester and watch a soccer game. How's Philadelphia Union? He plays for DC United. They play down in by the Navy Yard, I think, at Audi, Audi Stadium. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's nice, man. But you got oh, we got oh, to take you to a game to there, man. No, they built a stadium down there. Oh, nice. We got to take you to that game. Oh, nice. So you go to there, or I can go to Chester. I'm not going to Chester. Why? Just to be great. Look, as you come out. Yeah, but check, as a DC sure. United fan, why would I go to the Philadelphia Union Stadium? I'm going to go to the DC United Stadium. Because you go to the hometown. You go to the hometown of the old man over here. Yeah, that's your hometown. Right. That's your hometown, right? Right. right. I go over there and I go, look, hey, the river's <laughs> here. Hey, up here we have the little, what was called the playground. Right. Then we have the projects. Right. Well, It'll be saying, great. It would be, like, be a nice homecoming for you. Yes. Speaking of homecomings. Yes. Uh, we had a, a homecoming of sorts. Uh, the Patriots will once again go back to the Super Bowl. It's kind of like their second home. Well, it's the New England Invitational Tournament. At least you the think AFC. it's the Super Bowl. Well, it is the New England Invitational Tournament brought to you by the NFL. But it's the New England Invitational. Well, we'll get to that game in a second. Let's get back to the we'll, – we'll get to the NFC. Let's start with the NFC because I actually think that was a, a pretty competitive game with a very controversial call. And you and I have two totally different takes on this, which is why I like it, right? You believe, and, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but you believe that the Saints lost the game because of the penalty. Uh, okay. If if they call that penalty, the ball is on the 15-yard line. Okay. Okay. It's first down. Correct. With less than two minutes to go. Right. Okay. So, so at that point, less than two minutes to go, I, I don't believe the Rams had any timeouts. If they did, they only had like one or two. They, oh. they definitely didn't have all three. Oh. There was there was no way they could stop the clock for, like they would have. They, there would have been substantial clock lost, or the, the right. Saints could have run it out. So, right. so if the Saints don't get a touchdown, which at the fifteen yard line they get a pretty good shot to get a touchdown. Agreed. They're definitely getting three points. Right, right. field goal, right. and they're, they've taken probably another minute off the clock. Yeah, probably a minute and a half, considering right. that the Saints or the Rams couldn't stop the clock three times, right? Right, and the Rams are going to have to stop the clock, right, in order to have any chance at all, which means when they get the ball back, they have no timeouts, and I'm going to take a leap of faith, they got to go at least 60 yards. Right. For a tying field goal. Correct. Okay? Yep. Without that call, what happens? They're still back on the, what, 35, 40-yard line? Mm-hmm. And they lost it down. Right. Right. And now they still have to get in field goal range, which if I agree, eventually they got in field goal range. They did, but the, the Rams are able to use their timeouts and, and leave substantial time on the clock. Correct. Right? Right. And you have to ask yourself, okay, the NFL, who's been right. all year long trying to you know, protect players from helmet-to-helmet and head injuries, goes brain dead and doesn't see that that guy put his helmet in the other dude's helmet. I think those are really tough to call, man. There have been some really questionable helmet to helmet calls all year long. I mean, you got a receiver. I, I you got a receiver that's moving, right? Right. You got a defender that's moving. Correct. 
I will give you that the defender never turned around to look for the ball, right? I mean, he went Correct. into, I'm going to tackle the guy. As no, soon as I'm, the guy I'm put his own destroy the guy. Well, not he, tackle. He didn't even tackle him. He just knocked him out of bounds. Which is a tackle. That, that right? That's fine. So, as soon as the guy puts his hands up, the guy from the, the Rams just basically runs into him. Right. Right? Okay. Right. right. So, right. could it be it? Well, again, the guy is leaning in to make a catch. Right, and now the defender is supposed to lean out of the way so that his helmet doesn't hit it. We can have a whole separate discussion on, on a future idiocy, podcast. Okay, on, on, on the idiocy, all of the, the bad NFL. rules in the NFL. Well, correct. Okay. Okay. We'll, we'll do that. But, we'll put that out there. But all year long, right. they called wacky helmet hits to the helmet, helmet to helmet hits. Okay. And this one here, which wasn't like difficult to see, right. other than I guess in this case here, they all went blind. Right. They don't call it. Okay. Now, I understand. I, I do understand. They want to see the Rams against New England because they need New England to win the New England Invitational. All right, well, hold on. I, what? I understand So, that. I have a different perspective on the actual reason that the Saints that's, lost the game. That's why it's called the feud because you're over there in fantasy land. No, I'm, I'm not in fantasy land. land. I'm, I'm not in fantasy land. And I'm actually shocked that I am taking this side because – you're the one that's actually played a little bit of football. Correct. Right? So, Correct. I mean, I played, you know, touch football in the backyard, you know, cl- uh, intramural football when I got to college, right? Right, right, right. right. Didn't, didn't play any, like, right. you know, right. um, football, so to speak. If the Saints run the ball there instead of passing the ball, all right, the yeah. Rams have to take a timeout. Yeah. Okay? Okay. So, that was first down, take a timeout. Right. Run the ball in second down. Saints take a timeout. Right. Or sorry, the Rams take a timeout. Right. Run the ball in third down. They can't take any timeout now. Right. Now the clock's going to be under a minute, under, you know, 45 seconds or whatever at that point, right? Depending on how long it takes a spot and, and what you do beyond that. Right. right. And you okay. might even get a first down running the ball. Oh, oh, right. Okay. You can also. They got a field goal out of it. Right. But they were going for a touchdown. They didn't go out there and say, hey, we're only going to get a field goal. Yeah. But what you said earlier was if they make that first down. Right. They. Then chew it up and, and kick a game-winning field goal. Right. Right. So, so my my thing is, if the plan was to kick a field goal, right? Like that, that's what Sean Payton was ultimately going for. You run the ball, right. you drain as much time off the clock as possible. How about right? Wait, 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 wait. So you're second guessing his plan. I'm not. I'm second, looking I'm, at the play, and I'm going, how could the refs not see that on that play? I don't care whether he's going for a field goal. I don't care whether he's going for a touchdown. Right. How did the guy not see that in that play? How did he not see pass interference on that play? Because that, that defensive back wasn't playing the ball at all. He hit that dude before the ball even got there. So forget whether he was running the ball, should have run the ball, taking knee, whatever you want to call it. Let's look at the play. And the play, the refs blew it. The refs have a lot of responsibility. They got to they gotta look for penalties, they, yeah. especially line judges, right? They got to look for penalties, and then they also got to figure out where the ball, if the guy catches the ball, where is he at, right? So you got to know, like, what yard you catch, what yard did he catch the ball at? Was there a penalty? Was it a clean catch? Did he keep both feet? I mean, there's a lot going on that he's got to look for, right? Now, the penalty happened right in front of his face. I don't know how he missed it, right? I mean, but he, he, he missed it. Again, why put the game in the ref's hands? Why not just run the ball? And then kick the field goal. Okay, so let me get this straight. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. You're you're saying if he runs the ball, yeah, the Saints are in the Super Bowl, and the Saints are in the Super Bowl because uh, he, he runs didn't the run ball, the ball. The Saints are in the Super Bowl. Okay, it has nothing to do with he's an incompetent ref or he had money on the game and said, <laughs> "Hey, look, I'm not going to call this one because I want to know who 
other than the refs that were on the field, looked at that play and didn't say, uh, that's pass interference. Was there anybody else? Now, this does remind me. I will say this. Yeah. I will say this. I know I'm going to digress a little bit. That's fine. This reminds me of Russell Westbrook the other day with the Sixers, who decided, I'm going to the basket. I'm going to take my forearm and use a straight arm as I go in right at MB. Who then, by the way, several plays later, decided, look, you're going in for a breakaway layup. I'm going to, I'm going to take you out. Yeah, and then as he was landing, he put a forearm into Westbrook. Well, no, he put They don't like each other. Right. At which point, then, Westbrook, after he moaned and groaned on the floor for a while like yeah. he was dead, right. got up and decided, well, I'm on a piece of MB. In which case, I'm going, hey, this will be really good. This is a super heavyweight against maybe a lightweight. Right? <laughs> you got to give Westbrook credit, man. He never backed down to Embiid. He 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 was going to get a piece of Embiid. Like, he he wanted a piece of Embiid. Okay, let, let, let me ask you straight, right? Right. Okay. I, I, I'm having a suicide mission on my own here, right? And I want to do it on t- national TV so everybody can watch me get my butt whooped because well, I'm having a moment. He wasn't going to stand for getting knocked down. But but anyway, to, to get back to the football game, right? You believe the penalty. I believe that they should have run the ball. Either way, the Rams go on to kick a game-tying field goal before the end of that. Correct. That before half. the end of the game. Right. And then they kick a, a game-winning field goal. Correct. Right? Now, that overtime, I thought, was fair because both teams got the ball. Okay? Only because they kicked the field goal. No, I know that. But both teams got a shot at the ball. I actually would prefer if the NFL moved to a college-style overtime. And I'll get to that in a second. Why well, I believe in that. Because... But that would only be applicable to every team but the New England Patriots. No, but that's one of the reasons. I, I You know what? I believe the same thing when uh, Tebow played. And Tebow beat the Steelers on a, a pass to Demarius Thomas where he ran down the field right. and the Steelers right, never right, got right, the ball. Right. It, you can't have a game, an NFL game, decided by a coin toss, right? And moving to the AFC, like moving to the AFC game, that game was decided by a coin toss. And I know you believe that the Patriots are going to win the game regardless, right? It was already, you know, pre right. predetermined right. that they were going to win. But right. that game was truly decided on a coin toss. Right. They brought the coin out. They asked, they asked them, okay, what are you going to call? And he pulled right. out of his pocket the one that's going to make sure that comes up. Right. Well, this is that- the New England Invitational. The NFL right. has a marketing problem because nobody now, I don't care who the team is, right? Right In the AFC, yeah. it could be the greatest team of all time, right. can't, can't go to the Super Bowl because it's not the Super Bowl. It's the New England Invitational. Okay? So then why don't the Patriots have a better record in the Super Bowl? They're going to their ninth Super Bowl, right. and going into this one, I think they are 5-3. and three? Uh, I was going to say 5-3. Five 5-3, five five and and three, I think, yeah. Okay, but... How many teams have gone nine times? No, n- nobody. That, that's a record for them. Okay, agreed. All right. I'm sitting here going, based on the rules that the the NFL supposedly has put in place. Right. They shouldn't be getting players that that are getting them to the Super Bowl because they're getting draft picks. They're getting like the last pick of the draft. Yeah, but that's so. But they're making smart draft picks. It must be right. what are they, the smartest what, people on the planet? Well, where was Brady drafted? Brady was drafted in like the sixth okay. round let, or seventh let, round. Let's talk about right? Brady. Let, let's bring okay. this up. Go ahead. Okay. All right. Okay. Brady got his first big step with the Phantom Tuck rule, right? Because right. the Against NFL the decided we don't want Oakland winning. We don't like Oakland. So we can't let Oakland win. All right. Right. So that's the first time Brady got his Super Bowl. Okay. Okay. Then we have what do we want to call it? Uh, inflate, deflate, gate. deflate gate. Right. right. That's what it was okay. called. Deflate so gate. So if he cheated and the NFL said he cheated because they suspended him, right. he shouldn't have been in any Super Bowl because the Colts should have been there. Would agree. Oh, okay. Now, now we got the same thing going here for the Saints, 
right? Well, so uh, Goff shouldn't be there. It should be Drew Brees. So I saw there's actually a rule in the uh, NFL rule book where they, if if a play is so egregious, right, or it was so horribly um, obvious that the ref blew a call, right, right. or there was a, a suspect part of the game that the commissioner can overturn the result or ask for the game to be restarted from a particular point, right? Oh, oh, okay, but you know, this commissioner, right, and and the New England Patriot owner right. are buds. So the chance of that happening Well, he works for zero. the Patriots owner. The commissioner works for all of the owners. But the favorite owner is the New England Patriots. Jerry Jones, he's on the outside looking in. Well, Jerry Jones is going to win the Super Bowl as long as that commissioner is there, right? Oh, don't tell me you believe that the Cowboys lost because the commissioner made them lose on purpose. It wouldn't matter. It, on the NFC, it doesn't matter, right? It, I disagree. It, the Giants it, have beaten the Patriots. The Eagles beat the Patriots. The NFC, depending and, on who comes out, as long as it's an NFC uh, East team, could beat the Patriots. Okay, but the Giants beat the Patriots on this remarkable catch by, I think it was Victor Cruz? No, 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 no. Uh, David Tyree. David Tyree, who yeah. we've never heard of again, right? Made no, this, he made that one great catch. One great catch yes. that was like, oh my God, oh, that wasn't supposed to happen. Right. The Eagles won theirs on the Philly special where Nick Foles is catching the freaking ball, right? Well, they got the idea from the Patriots because Tom oh, Brady, oh, Tom Brady it, dropped his. He dropped his, right. But I'm just saying that that's what happened, okay? Right. So those two are like oddball plays that New England said, whoa, you're not supposed to do that, right? right? Yeah. Okay, the rest of the NFL have bought into, whoa, wait, wait, the money's changed hands. That's right, you're supposed to win. I mean, I, I'm still, uh, uh, it, it's beyond belief that with all the expertise that gets hired by the NFL coaches, right. by the NFL general managers, yep. and all the rules in place, right. that New England's there every freaking year. That 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 to me is incredulous, unless the money exchange in hands. I would say that uh, New England has executed well, but the teams that they have played on the way to their ninth AFC championship have maybe gotten caught up into the Patriots hype a little bit. Like the Chiefs defensively, you, you, you believe this? I, mean, I do, uh, wait, I do, because you're, the Chiefs you're, defensively see, totally. This is why this is going to be a good feud, <laughs> right? Because he's over here in fantasy land. No, I'm over here in reality. No team, no team, no team this year, single covered Ron Gronkowski, no team, and that's why the Patriots kind of struggled all year long. Right, right. The Chiefs decided. Well, we have Eric, Eric Berry, who's a very good safety. Right. I have. I think Eric Berry is one of the top five right. safeties in the NFL. Right. He's not as big right. as Ron Gronkowski. Right. And every time he was in single coverage. Right. And, and I got to tell you, by the way, Tony Romo, phenomenal job. Play by play. He was oh, yeah, literally yeah, yeah. calling out every play the Patriots are going to run before they ran which is, it. Which supports right? my argument. No, it doesn't Tony, support your yes, argument. Yes, it does. Tony Romo is sitting there saying, hey, I, if I'm the defensive coordinator, I know where this play is going to go. Right. So you mean to tell me that the defensive coordinator for the Kansas City Chiefs is, is dumber than Tony Romo? Well... That's what you just said, because Romo's sitting Tom- there calling it before the plays even run. I don't find Romo to be a, a, a dumb individual, right? But he's he's played quarterback so much, he knows what those sets look like, right? And the coach hasn't? Well, he should. Right. He should. Exactly. He should. But his strategy was, or his belief, right, and his player is, I believe Eric Berry can handle this guy one-on-one. And he couldn't. Now, the times they doubled him up, right, they left Edelman single-covered, Okay. okay. right? But, and so, but now so go back t- to how the Patriots execute. If Edelman was double covered and Gronkowski was double covered, what do they do? They check down on one of their running backs. Well, so just on how they executed, like the Patriots had a great offensive scheme. So, so the defensive coordinator for the Kansas City Chiefs should be fired today because he's an idiot. 
Okay, that's number one. Number two, right. the NFL will not allow Brady to get his uniform dirty at all. The only way he gets his uniform dirty, right. he, he trips on the <laughs> sidelines, right? Or so I disagree dirt with gets that. thrown at him as they go by him. But if he gets touched, right. I guarantee you, if he got touched, it would have been a helmet-to-helmet call, unlike in the NFC game where it was blatant. In this one, you've been sitting there going, uh, that wasn't intentional. He kind of bumped his head going down. So I think in the Super Bowl, they let him play. And the reason I say that, again, uh, no, they, no, 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 they did. Because when you, they played the Eagles, about last year? I'm talking about last year in the Super Bowl, the Eagles actually hit him. No, but that was that was not according to plan. You sort of look at everybody's face like Chris Collinsworth who was doing a game well, was kind of like. He doesn't like the Eagles. Yeah, he but, but he, he was can't. like, hey, this, is, this should not be happening. The Eagles should not be winning this game. Like, like, whoa, this is off script. Well, that's also because we, we had a backup quarterback and everything else at the time. No, no it had nothing to do with that. Uh, they used that as an excuse. It had to do with they got off script, right? Yep. The money was like, whoa, this is what's supposed to happen. Whoa, these guys aren't following the game plan. Well, I think they'll let them play a little bit more in the Super Bowl. Not that the no, – No, the game's over. Anybody that watches it, you're wasting your time unless you're just there for the party. If you're there for the party, right. hey, that's great. I hope you have a great party. Commercials. You got the commercials, the halftime show. Suck. Forget <laughs> the commercials, man. Just go for the party and the food, right? Maybe a little chili, right? right? Uh, if it was Philly last year, it would have been cheesesteaks. But right. if you're going there to watch the game. So you're not watching the Super Bowl? I'm not watching. Why am I going to waste time watching the Super Bowl? I don't know. I'm not, I'm not going to do that. Okay, so you're not watching the Super Bowl? No. All right, so you got, the, you got New England winning the Super Bowl? Yes. Okay. But... I've also, you and I have had this discussion that the, the Rams, yeah. right, feel uh, like uh, they lost the Super Bowl. I think it was in 2001 where they played the Rams. I forget Maybe 99. Kurt Warner was the. Yeah, was, Kurt Warner was the quarterback at that yeah, point. And I think he was going Bruce, for his back to back at that point. Yeah, I think Isaac Bruce came up a uh, yard short. Yeah, yeah. So you're, but the Ram, those Rams players uh, they all firmly played. believe that, that the Patriots cheated. Correct. Right, so now the Rams are going to be pretty uh, hyped up to correct a wrong, so to speak. Okay, well, it could be as hyped up as they want. The NFL has said, hey, Brady, you're the Super Bowl MVP, and by the way, you'll win one, your what, sixth Super Bowl ring or whatever it is? So I believe that, and and I'm probably not going to watch the whole game. I'll watch the beginning. I'll probably watch the halftime show, but I, I and if it gets to be a blowout, I'm certainly not going to stay to watch it, but... Um, I believe the Rams have a chance because at the beginning of the season, if you recall, the Rams had a great offseason, right? They got right. a keep to leave. They got in Dominic Sue. Right. In the middle of the season, they traded for Dante Fowler, right? right? You had Todd Gurley coming back. They signed right. CJ Anderson in the middle of the season. Like they so have. Irrelevant. Well, it's not irrelevant. They were on paper. They did what they were supposed to do. They it's got irrelevant. to the Super Bowl. It's irrelevant because new, this is the New England Invitational. Because yeah. go, go back to. Cleveland has gotten the number one draft picks. Yeah. Right? Well, they're finally turning the corner. I understand it, but yeah. teams have gotten better draft picks than New England, and New England's there every year. Okay? The coaches in the AFC, according right. to you, got to all be brain dead because they can't figure out how to beat the Patriots. Well, Andy Reid can. I'm talking He's about been, everybody. Well, everybody so, in it. So, I, I don't so, say everybody. I would say everybody. Okay, the Colts couldn't beat them. They beat him once or once or twice no. with Dungy. Uh, did they beat him this year? Well, no. Okay. Did, did I don't know who else? They didn't even play uh, him in the playoffs. They played the Chargers. The Chargers looked like a completely different team against them. I uh, would agree with you on that. Chargers you, looked completely you're, you're different. Right. The Chargers right? couldn't beat them. Right. right. Okay. 
every team that has played them in the playoffs, right, over however many years, has not been able to figure them out because they've lost. Or the Patriots have lucked out and haven't had to play the teams that could lucked be their out? No, that's the payment. No. no okay, we're, we're talking payment here. I mean, the Ravens have a pretty good record against the Patriots when it comes to the playoffs. That's why the Ravens aren't there. Steelers have a pretty good record against them. That's why they're not there. Right. Well, that and the LeBron Bell, hey, I'm, excited, uh, I'm not going to play. And Antonio Brown, I'm taking a half off, right? Yeah. Well, there was a couple of issues like that this year in, in the NFL. But, um, again, I think that— Actually, they're probably smart because they knew, hey, New England's going, why should I go out and hurt myself? Right. Well— the Chiefs, I think, have some serious in-house questions to ask, right? Randy, Andy Reid's been to eight, seven or eight AFC, just championship games between his time with the Eagles and now his time with the Chiefs. He's been in one Super Bowl. Okay? I, I, I would agree. So there's obviously something that he's not well, doing that right. can't get him over the hump because he spent all that time in the NFC where there's there were no Patriots. Co- correct. I, right? I agree. And he played a different team in each of those four they, they all need championships. To be fired. Would you fire Andy Reid? I would. We would have a serious discussion. Like, uh, what is it that is preventing you, re- you from getting over? But who are you going to replace him with? Well, that's why I don't know if I would fire Andy Reid because I don't think there's a lot of good qualified coaches, which we'll get into in a different podcast, right? Hey, all of which but, is irrelevant because he's in the AFC, and it doesn't matter because New England is going to win. New England's going to lose some of their coaches because they're going to get picked up by other things. Yeah. Which is the other thing they leave, and all of a sudden they can't, you know, they can't coach anymore. They go brain dead. Right, because they're not getting. They're not allowed to cheat. Right, that's exactly. Your, that's your thought, right? Exactly. No, but I think it again is the players, right? So, we we we've talked about this, you know, outside of the podcast before. But when players go to New England, right, they they immediately buy into, um, I'm going to buy into your your strategy, Bill Belichick, 100 percent because you've been successful. Sort of the same way when uh, Greg Popovich in the NBA, if you go to the Spurs, you buy into the Spurs system, right? When Phil Jackson was a head coach, not as a manager, but when he was a head coach, they bought into the triangle offense, right? Whereas other coaches don't get that sort of belief by the players. Okay, let's back up here. Go you, ahead. You're having a mental I'm moment. I'm not having a mental moment. That's you're a having a mental thing. moment. Okay, go ahead, go okay, ahead. Okay, so first of all, let's go to Popovich. Popovich. Okay, so when Popovich was there and he had Duncan and he had Robinson, right? okay, you put them on the map, they played really well. Then they both got old and retired and they're not doing so well. Correct. Well, he won a title like three years ago. I understand, but they're not okay. doing real well because he's not getting the players that he got before. Natural attrition. Okay? okay. When when Phil Jackson was in Chicago, it was all Michael Jordan. As long as Michael Jordan was there, they were going to be in the playoffs. They were going to go a long way. They made the playoffs when he retired. They still had Pippen. They 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 made the playoffs right. even after Jordan retired. Right. The first but they, time. But first time. But they didn't win. They did not win. They made the playoffs, but they didn't win. Yeah. Jordan, when Jordan came out of retirement, which a whole, we could do a whole podcast on it. We could totally do that. Yeah, yeah, we'll do that. But when he came back, immediately playoffs, immediately championship. Why? Money. M-O-N-E-Y. So not true. So when he came back in 95. Right. Right. They lost in the playoffs to the Magic. Right. His first full season. Because who was there? Who was there? Who was at the Magic? Shaq. Right. So Shaq had been a big star. When Jordan was gone. Right. And while Jordan was gone, so they can't exactly get rid of the Shackmeister. And the Shackmeister is going to go to L.A. Yeah, but he didn't go to L.A. for two more years. Right, because he realized, oh, Jordan's here. I'm not going to win. I'm going to go to L.A. Oh, by the way, I'm not going to win in L.A. because I don't have Kobe. Okay, so but going back to the fact that you don't believe the coaches have anything to do with getting players to come in and buy into their system. Like the the reputation of the coaches. They can come in and buy into the system, but 
if they go to the Chicago Bulls, Michael Jordan's there, they're going to playoffs every year, and they're going to be in the championship. Okay. Right? And they can stink during the season, but they're going to go to the championship. Right. Okay. You go to New England. Okay. You're getting cut from other teams because you can't make it on the other teams. You go to New England, all of a sudden you have a resurrection, a reincarnation. Well, not everybody. Right? Like Chad Johnson couldn't make it with, with them. Right. Who was the but, other guy? But he was like uh, an afterthought. Well, yeah, but there was a guy in his prime now that uh, played for the Browns. I can't think of his name at the moment. Uh, got busted on uh, drugs again uh, this year. Oh, Norman? Josh Norman? No, no. Josh Norman's never been busted for drugs. He's the cornerback oh, for Gordon, the... Uh, Gordon. Josh Gordon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Josh Gordon. Yeah, yeah, Josh Gordon. Yeah. But again, he was an afterthought. But again, there's a prime example of the talent level right. is not at a high high level according to all the people that draft people, no, I got you. all the yeah. coaches, yet they're there every year. It's money. Okay? And in New England's case now, it's people who either love Brady or right. they hate him. There's nobody in between. All right, so let me ask you this question because you've been around long enough to be able to answer this question and I've been sort of dying to ask this for it to you. Okay. UCLA won a lot of NCAA championships. Correct. Right? Back when John Wooden was the coach. Correct. And the few times I talked to you um, about it, right. there was kind of like near the end of it, you guys were kind of UCLA sort of out. You just were sick and tired of UCLA. You wouldn't see anybody but UCLA win. Correct. Right? Correct. <clears throat> Are you feeling the same way about the Patriots as you felt about UCLA back then? Or is it different? Because you felt like maybe UCLA was a good team. They played within the rules. They just got really good recruits. And that's why they won versus you firm, you know, fervently believe that the Patriots oh, no, are, losing, the are cheating. Too. So, okay. So take one of those UCLA teams. All right. Whether you had Jabbar or Walton or. Well, I think they, in, this Cinder, case here, right at the in this case here, I think they had Jabbar. They may have had Sidney Wicks. Right. Okay. All right. But I, I'm positive they had Jabbar. Okay. Right? That's fine. Right. The only team in the country that probably could have given them a really good game were the LaSalle Explorers out of Philly. With with uh, Cannon and Bernie Williams and Steve Lewatch Wolakowski, right? Okay. I mean, they were loaded. That team was loaded. Were they even ranked? Kenny Kenny Durant. Yeah, they were ranked number two. But prior to that year, they had the previous coach had done some stuff, so they got suspended by the NCAA. Now they let him play this whole season, and I think they wound up twenty seven and one. The only team that beat them was Penn. That's another another story. But that team, if they had played them, would have beaten UCLA. That team was basically a pro team, right? right? Uh, uh, unbelievable. Unbelievable team. But okay. they were suspended, so they didn't so they couldn't play. the tournament. Okay. Right? Yeah, that's, that's fair. Okay. The year that they lost, Elvin Hayes basically just, okay, I'm going to put, put the game on my back. All right? Right. Uh, and he just outplayed them down in Houston. Okay. Right. But again, that was only because if they didn't let somebody beat UCLA, they were they were losing fans. They were losing fans. So I, mean, I feel like that's the same thing that's kind of happened in the NFL right now, that if they don't come up with somebody other than the Patriots, people are going to start turning it off, right? Oh, yeah. Because they're going to be I, absolutely. sick and tired that. of the Patriots. Right? Uh, the, well, see how many people watch the uh, Super Bowl this year. Go, go in and watch and say how many people actually watch it versus – Oh, yeah, we're going to get together, come over to the house, break some bread, have a party, have a nice social atmosphere. Yeah. All of which I vote for. I think that's great. Okay, but they're not going to watch the game. Okay, they're not going to watch the game. Do you think, like, I feel like you could look back at the UCLA time now and say they were they were a good team, good coach, 
like recruited really well, had a good run, right? Do you think anybody's ever going to look back on this part, this time, this this no. nine championship appearances, eighteen year stretch with the Patriots ago? They just had a good team; they were well coached. Or is there always going to be like an asterisk of Deflate Gate, Tape Gate? They cheated, you know. Cheat. So that's that's going to be where they are. Okay. Nobody's going to look and say you were a dominant team. Right. I mean, because look, you had the Pittsburgh Steelers, right? Okay, with Bradshaw, Mean Joe Green, and stuff. They yeah. were a dominant team there for about three or four years. Okay. okay? Absolutely the best team in football for three or four years. And those guys got old, right? They moved on, and the draft picks weren't great, so they fell, you know, down back into the pack, okay? You could say the same thing about the Miami Dolphins, who were the only undefeated team in the NFL. Right. Same thing. Say the same thing about San Francisco 49ers, starting with Montana going through Young, okay? Right. I don't know how New England's doing it when they consistently are getting the last pick in the draft. They're consistently, during the year, getting every, well, they're getting every freaking call, but during the year, other coaches, other football coaches, haven't been able to figure them out. I can't believe all this time, all those people, smart people, have not figured this out. It is the biggest ruse that has been played upon okay. the sport. Okay, so I'm going to pull on one of those threads. Not something I thought we were going to get into on this pod, but... But I'm going to pull on a little bit, which is you mentioned a couple times that they picked last in the draft for however many years now, right? And they keep getting good, quality, young players coming in. But that player, that number 32 player, is supposedly not as good as the number one player or the number 25 player or the number 15 player. But how do people draft now? I think the strategy of how people draft now has changed. So like when when you were coming up, Right. Many, many, many moons ago, right. it was you took the best player okay. at that time. Okay. You didn't necessarily worry about what the potential of that person was going to be, but you took the best player. Okay. I feel like nowadays, in almost every sport, people don't take the best player. They take the person with the the, the highest ceiling or the most potential, right? Okay. So if you have 32 teams picking... 15 of those teams are going to go for a guy that might not be as good today, right? Right. Right. As a guy that's picked later because they hope his ceiling is higher, right? Right. right. The Patriots, they don't do that. The Patriots don't take guys that have a high ceiling. They take guys that play good football like now. Oh, right. Okay, but this you see you you're supporting my argument. I'm not supporting your argument. You're, I'm telling you that you think there's a there you think the NFL's paying teams to take other players that are crap so that the Patriots get a good player at pick number 32. I'm telling you that either the Patriots are the smartest people in the world when it comes to tackle football. Right. And the rest of the NFL, the other 31 teams, are all moronic. Okay? <laughs> okay. And I, I have a difficulty believing the other teams are that stupid. I really do. Okay. And that New England is so far superior than everybody else on the planet when it comes to tackle football. They're one of the few teams that has had consistency in their, what I would call, coaching staff and management for the last 20 years, right? So they have been very consistent in their approach. Where other teams may be consistent. Conspiracy. Josh Daniels can't leave because when he leaves, he realizes the money is still in New England and he's not going to win. I mean, Josh Daniels is supposedly McDaniels or McDaniels. He's supposedly a really smart guy, but he doesn't want to leave because he knows the fix is in. 
But he had already left, though, before. So I kind of disagree with you because he left. He went to Denver. No, he did. Oh, yes, yeah, he did. Yeah. He and drafted he, and he Tebow. Lost. And he lost. And then he said, yeah. oh, yeah, I forgot. It's a fix. I got to go back to New England. <laughs> yeah, absolutely correct. Well, I'm, I I don't disagree with you, right, that, that there's a, a definite disdain for uh, the Patriots not, right now. It's not disdain. Everybody knows they cheat. Again. And, and nobody wants to admit it. Nobody wants to come out and flat out say, Look, this makes no sense. Logic says this makes no sense. If you were gonna, if you looked at just the two championship games yesterday, yes, Saints, Rams, right, Patriots, Chiefs, right, and you said the NFL, and, and you just watched the games, right, and you told them the NFL, you know, put the fix in for one of these games, right, the game you walk away from thinking that they put the fix in, New England Rams, no, what no, New Orleans and the Rams, Orleans you said Rams. New England, yeah, right. the Saints and the Rams, right. Because every call that was questionable in the Patriots game right. against the Chiefs, I do truly believe they got correct but, when you but, look at the replays. But in that case, the fix is in before the game starts. Andy, right? You had a great season. You're going to get rewarded. You don't have to worry about getting fired. Okay, you realize this is it now. New England needs to move on. Cool. You, you, you can definitely make the – you could definitely question, Andy Reid, what did you do in the first half of that game? How do you, as the top offense, only score seven points in the first half? And then the second half – explode for however many points they explode for in the second half. What were you doing in the first half, right? Again, the, the Andy, did you get the, the check? The check came? Cool. All right, so the uh, the final topic for this pod, we're sticking with the football theme, comes to uh, a team that Andy Reid used to coach, which is the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, a story broke today on, on phillyvoice.com that Carson Wentz uh, is a very selfish player and uh, appears to have lost the confidence of the locker room around him. Now, some players like Fletcher Cox and Zach Ertz have already come out and said that's not the case. It's not true. But needless to say, that that uh, rumor, right, and now that image of a selfish Carson Wentz is out there. The fact that he didn't want to roll the, run the Nick Foles plays, right, and the fact that some of the potentially offensive linemen and running backs were upset with the fact that uh, he only looked for Ertz. And he didn't check down to anybody else, right, and he didn't want to run the ball as much because he wanted to pass, right? He wanted to be a star again. So... We're both Philly fans. Right. Right? Right. What Do you believe that there's some truth to this article, or do you believe that this article is fake news? Okay, so this is Philly. Okay. Philly, Philly what right. the sports writers think they're gods. No, just, just Erskine. <laughs> no, no, no. They all think they're gods. Okay. Okay. Yeah, right. Erskine thinks he's God, too. Right, right, yeah. Okay. Go ahead. So, so, first thing you have to go is, all those guys have egos. Otherwise, it wouldn't be there. You're talking about the sports writers or the players? Well, well, in Philly, it's both. Okay, right? But, right, right. But let's let's focus on the players. Okay, they, they all have egos. Right. So for somebody to tell me that Wentz has an ego and it's pretty big, I'd go like, okay, he's a professional football player. And you you want the quarterback to have confidence, right? You want a confident quarterback. Correct. Right. I, I'm on your page. Right. The fact that he doesn't want to run Nick Foles' plays, I'm on that page too, because he's a different type of quarterback than Foles. So he wants to run the plays that he knows he can execute better than Nick Foles. And maybe the plays that Foles executes, uh, again, Wentz maybe not, maybe he doesn't do those as well. So he wants the plays that he does well. Now, you could certainly okay. question, hey, Wentz, uh, besides Ertz, you got other guys who can catch the ball. So maybe you need to look for them. And if I were a receiver, like an Aguilar, a Jeffries, um, Matthews, Matthews, right, the yeah. Goder, I'd be like, uh, hey, remember me? I'm on the team. I'm out there, right? 
because it did look like Wentz only looked one way. To Ertz. To Ertz. So just from a fan's perspective, you felt he's only looking for Zach Ertz. Correct. Okay. Okay. So if that's true, and I'm sitting there watching the game, I can understand why those other guys are kind of going like, hey, Dodo Bird, I'm open. <laughs> Throw me the freaking ball. Okay. And now you put Foles in the mix. Right. Well, all of a sudden, he's throwing to Jeffries. He's throwing to Matthews. He's right. throwing to Goder. Yep. He's throwing to the back coming out of the backfield. Yep. He, he's throwing to Aguilar. Oh, okay. The ball's getting spread around. Now those guys are like, oh, if I run the, the play correctly, if I run the pattern cor- correctly, Foles will throw me the ball versus uh, once they'll go throw to Ertz. Yeah, but I, so we've always said that a tight end – right, is the quarterback security blanket. Correct. Right? Correct. And you have a guy that's coming off of a a pretty a fairly significant injury. Correct. Right, to his knee. Correct. And so he's not going to want to get hit a lot. Co- correct. Right? And tight ends normally don't run very long routes. Co- also correct. Right? They run sort of short routes, ins, outs, right. button hooks, stuff like that. Right. right? So if I'm Wentz and I'm a little punchy, I'm looking to dump it off to my tight end back, most of the game. a bad knee. Right. But I'm, I'm looking to dump it off to the tight end. Right. All game. Because I don't want to get hit. Right. Right. I don't understand why they wouldn't run the ball more then if they have a quarterback like that. But well, that could be play calling. Because they don't right? have a running back. Yeah. Well, we both said they should have never gotten rid of LeGarrette Blunt. Correct. Out of all the free agents they lost, he was the most important free agent that they lost because he kind of set the tone for the whole team. Correct. Okay. I think Wentz should run Foles' offense. I, I think... Because he throws Peterson, a ball, a better ball. Peterson, as the head coach, put the quarterback in there. It's going to give them the best chance to win, no matter okay. who that is. Right. It could be Sudfeld. Put the guy in there that is going to give my team the best chance to win. Right. Okay? And I think by default, the last two years, he's found out that Foles gives them the best chance to win because for some reason, that team rallies around Foles. They truly become a team. When Wentz plays, they're good, and Wentz has a ton of talent, but they're not a, quote, team. They're a bunch of parts. So I, would, I don't know if I would say that over the last two years that they've shown that belief. I think towards in the playoffs and to the Super Bowl, they showed a lot of belief in Nick Foles. When Carson Wentz got hurt, those three games after that were pretty ugly. Uh, well, Wentz got hurt in L.A., right. and Foles came in and they won. Yeah, but then the next two games, like, but they weren't scoring 30 points. I mean, he scored zero points against the Cowboys right, in the last game of the season. they were running the Wentz offense. Okay. And then, and then Peterson, after they laid that bomb with the Cowboys the last right. game. Changed it. Changed it and said, let's run a different offense more in tune to what Foles does correctly. Right. Which makes perfect sense. And I would do, if, if Wentz were in there, as we said earlier. Yeah. Hey, Carson, what do you run that you do better than Foles does? Right. Because you want them both to be comfortable in their thing. However, you look and you go, the pressure's on. Those playoff games, Foles has to win. You don't win, right. you go home. Yep. Okay? Wentz, when he played, now granted, it was during the season and he got hurt. If he lost, there was another game. There was another game. Okay? Yeah, it was just regular season games. Right. right. There was no pressure to win those. Foles had to win. Right. Okay? He showed that he could do that. Even when they lost to New England, right? Yeah. They were in the game. They had a shot to win it. All right. So what can I say, my man? So now, what are they saying? gonna keep are they gonna keep false? No. Business says you don't keep false. All right. So do you believe that uh, <clears throat> there's truth to the rumors of once? I'm sure there are people that say, Hey, listen, 
I like Foles better than I like Wentz. Right. And that's just human nature. Yeah. Hey, he throw, you know, Foles will throw me the ball, Wentz doesn't. Uh, so I like Foles better. And now mm-hmm. you spin that to some sports reporter in Philly who says, oh, there's dissension on the team, dissension on the team. Because why? He wants to get a Nobel Prize for sports writing because he's a moron too. No, I got you. I think there's no quarterback that's under more pressure going into next season than, than Carson Wentz. He's got to show that he can play for the well, whole season. Hope. Carson Wentz better hope they trade Foles. Because they don't trade Foles and Carson people Wentz in Philly starts. Gonna win, yeah, people are going to want Foles. And, and they they lose. Yeah. Listen, Philly is noted for the boo birds. Ask Richie Allen. Or right. Now, you know, I guess he's Dick Allen. By the way, that'll be our next podcast. Right. Who should be in the Hall of Fame? Who should be? Oh, yeah, yeah. We got to go and, over and that. Dick, it's coming out soon. Dick, based on the what I'm looking at for now, the players right. are, Dick should be in there on steroids. Man, you're a popular person, man. We're going to have to have a rule with you with the cell hey, this cell phones, man. This is, this is your sister calling. All right, well, we're on the pod there. You guys tune in next week uh, to the next pod, and uh, we'll get it out there. We'll definitely talk about the Hall of Fame voting. Uh, you know, we'll talk some NBA. We have some games in the NBA and a trade deadline Dave coming up. Bing. And then we're also Dave Bing. Dave Bing. We'll explain to you guys who Dave Bing is and why uh, Pop over there believes Dave Bing is a better shooting guard than uh, Steph Curry. He scored more points than Steph Curry right now. Uh, in the history of the NBA? Look at the all-time list. He's number 71. Steph Curry's down below that. He just hasn't played as long yet. But we'll get into that on the next pod. Thanks for sticking around for the feud. We'll see you guys next time.